Hi, this is Carrie J. Buss, and you are listening to Witch Police Radio. Is there, 
you know, of my like 1,600 Facebook friends, which I have no idea how I have that many. Yeah, yeah, It's just a lot. It is a lot. But so, you know, like one sixteenth of all the people I know apparently agreed to do that. That's so cool. That's great. Yeah. You know, that's that's fantastic. It's pretty good pick are we, are we recording? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I figured. Yeah. <laughs> uh, always kind of sorry. But for people who are listening and have no idea what's going on, yeah. uh, I'm your regular host, Sam. You're listening to Witch Police Radio, and I'm here with Carrie Buss, who is back on the show for the first time in... Probably about a year and a half, I think. It's it's about been a, a year, it's been yeah, a, a year and a half. Because I remember being like really cold. Yeah, it was. When yeah, I came yeah. over. Uh, it was in that death in the blanket winter. fort. And yeah, 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 yeah. And that was, I think, episode sixty-six. And this will be one hundred and twenty-nine or so. Wow, so it's been a while. That's a, yeah. that is a while. It is a while. Yeah, because yeah. I remember I had just released um, two singles. Right, I guess, right. Online, they were like the which actually one of them is now on the EP. Well, both of them, but I re-recorded one of them. Cool. Well, that's something we so. want to talk about. You have an you have an EP. Yeah, uh, this coming out. Uh, it'll be out by the time this airs. I think like the show will have already happened. But, yeah, uh, I mean, you post the podcast right away. Or no, it was a few or... weeks later. We have actually. Oh, right, okay. Great. It depends. Right now, we have a backlog of about three or four shows that haven't okay. gone out yet. Okay. I had a computer problem and it stalled things, and I had to put up bonus episodes instead. So there's a there's a lineup, but okay. yeah, it'll get out, <laughs> and it'll be probably shortly after the, the thing actually comes out. So totally. Cool. So we want to talk about that. Uh, you're in a band now as well, which we want to talk about as well. Yeah. But uh, for people who haven't heard the show before, the way this works is, you know, we talk to our guests about their music, and mm-hmm. we also have a random theme word that kind of ties everything together very yeah. loosely. <laughs> and uh, usually it's a noun, and usually it's been like you know most of them have been nouns, and this week is what. Yeah, which, which was just... I mean, it's complete. How it, vague can yeah, you get, yeah. really? Yeah. <laughs> but the good thing about it is that, you know, we do kind of allow people, including the hosts, to just take whatever weird tangent they want with the song choices. Totally. So I'm yeah. kind of interested to see what you picked. But uh, first of all, let's start off with the new album. Because uh, last time you were on the show, like you said, you only had a couple of singles that you yeah. had released. So what's what can you tell me about the new record? Uh, well, I'm really excited about it. I worked my butt off uh, this winter just trying to kind of... Like I, I have a recording out or that I'd made before this called Haunted. Right. It was an EP that was just like me in a basement doing what we do basically. Like if you'd use this mic it and just yeah. me and a guitar. Like yeah. it was and you know, it was pretty raw and like it was just so I could have people getting a sense of what I sounded like. And it was good because I went through the process of, you know, like all the actual making of kind of right. deal, you know, right. like all the production things. And that was all um, self-produced as well? Like you just, yeah, everything was here? Yeah. Totally. It was done in my cousin's basement. Okay, and, cool. And actually, ironically enough, I, I returned to his basement for a few more, or two more of the tracks, uh, and then three of them were done at St. Mark's Lutheran Church, which okay. was this super echoey and like Fleet Foxy sounding kind of... Oh, cool. Of, and that was, like, that was on purpose, right? You wanted that yeah, kind of vibe? Yeah, that was totally the vibe I was yeah. going for. And so uh, you can hear that on, on a bunch of the tracks and on the new EP, well, three of the five. Oh, cool. And, uh, so actually, one of the singles last winter that I released, which was Eating the First British yeah. Spring. Yeah, and you actually played that live on the show, I remember. Yeah, we yeah. totally yeah. did, yeah. yeah. That one is right back on the EP, just because okay. I figure it was a good way to get Yeah, it was a cool song, to... too. Yeah, I really like it, and yeah. I wanted to keep it going. Um, the last, like, the other single that I did, it was called Last Palette, and I had done it with some, like, bass and drums. And it kind of turned into like a prog rock song. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> it, I did on the EP, it it's way. a prog rock. Thing? No, no, like no. on the like on the on the single. And I really and there was also a glitch that happened like partway through a recording. And because it was all just done for free, like we kind of just gave up on it. It was like right. okay, there was just going to be this one moment where it sounds awful, and then like just deal with that. Uh, so you know, I, I obviously wanted to re-record yeah. that, and so I re-recorded yeah. it with just me and uh, Ben Hadaler was playing banjo. Okay, and it kind of gave it this more like dusty, like bluegrassy element to it, which I really dug because that cool. was kind of more of like the swing of where I think the song was. And ended headed. up in Prague. 
It, yeah, it ended up in prog rock before, and now it kind of brought it back around to be more cohesive yeah. with what I do, which is really acoustic, like yeah, yeah, you know, folk bluegrass kind of music. But if so. I remember from last time around the show, you were you're kind of into the proggy stuff too, right? Is that somewhat? Yeah, yeah. So I don't, not 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 completely uh, outside of the realm, I guess. Of... Totally, I don't think I've like ever really gotten into heavily into a prog rock band, but I think we talked about like prog folk or something. I think we might have. Yeah, like, it sounds yeah, familiar. It yeah, it sounds yeah. like prog folk, and I yeah. was like, yeah, I'm into that. Yeah. So. I yeah. think it was because of the complexity. <laughs> I think there was a lot going on on the yeah. songs that, and it was that was maybe where the prog that was connection where came, the from, came from. I think, yeah. yeah. So sound-wise, I mean, aside from obviously the room being big, echoey, and everything, yeah. Oh, is there anything different? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's a lot more dressed up. Okay. Like okay. this time around, uh, you know, I had a fiddle player and Logan Picton come in and do a bunch of work. Uh, there's a lot more vocal presence in terms of harmonies going on. Oh, cool. uh, two of the songs actually have harmonies, <laughs> which is great. Um, my voice has come a really long way, and I've actually found it and kind of have more of like a distinctive oh, good. tone yeah, that cool. just is, you know what I mean? When you finally kind of figured out, okay, that's how I want to sing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. which is great. And I, uh, I had a choir, actually, that I assembled of my friends kind of to do cool. this like outro for the first track. Cool. So, yeah, there's a, there's a lot more instrumentation, and, uh, and I got some bass and drums on one of the tracks, too. What's so. the name of the? Uh, it's called Answer the Bell. Answer the Bell. Yeah, and so since this will be coming out after it's been released, uh, mm-hmm. where can people find it? Is it, uh, is it a physical copy somewhere? Or? everywhere, but uh, also, yeah, I have, I have physical copies. I haven't had a way to really distribute them. I mean, I don't, I should probably ask around if there's like a way for me to do it besides just selling them at shows. I think a lot of people um, just do it that way, though. I mean, yeah. especially nowadays because, like, is this, I'm assuming it's a CD, right? Yeah. Because CDs are kind of like it's this weird back. middle ground where people either don't have them at all yeah. or they have them and they just kind of, it's, it's weird. It's like being completely taken over by digital. So. Totally. Just but like, yeah, go ahead. People want, this, <laughs> I mean, this kind of comes up almost every episode depending on who the guest is because a lot of people are in the same position as you where they're self-releasing yeah. something self-recorded and they need to figure out a way to get it out there. And people are doing CDs, but they kind of have reservations about doing CDs because... Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's, I think it is a good question though. What it's do you do? Just, What's the next step to do? It's so much more cost, like effective than a record. Though, oh yeah, which is the yeah, trouble because because yeah. like you know, people are buying vinyl. People love vinyl, but people it's way it. it's prohibitive for most people. You know, yeah, who are just doing wise. it independently to, totally. to even come close. Yeah, so. yeah, because I mean, I already emptied my pockets on this. You know, right, just as right, it was right. with my run of five hundred CDs. But you know. Um, I think enough people still will buy it off. Oh, yeah, of me. yeah. It should hopefully work itself out, and uh, and also for like radio stations and stuff like totally. that, it's good to have the CD because now I, like I got the full digi pack with the actual spine. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah. Because so. last time I just had a sleeve and that disappears. Yeah, so. people stick in their thing and it. Can't yeah, find it later he'll yeah. never. Yeah, years yeah. later he'll be like, right, I bought that. Yeah. Who is that guy? <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> yeah. Where did that come from? Yeah. yeah so yeah, cool, totally. And so uh, I see five hundred copies. That's, that's pretty good. That's like a yeah. serious investment in putting Total, out there. Yeah, totally was. Yeah, but I mean, I you know, like you can do two hundred and fifty, or you can do five hundred, and right. cost like because of how much more expensive per unit it is to do less than five hundred. It just made more sense yeah. to get more, and then I was like, well. You know, I, I'm really happy with the sound of it, so Might as well get it I'm going to have it for a long time, yeah. you know, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like I'm going to be trying to sell it for a long yeah. time, so. Are you playing a lot of yeah. shows right now? I mean, selling at shows obviously is the main way to sell a CD for a lot totally. of people, right? Yeah. Are you pretty actively playing shows at the moment? Or? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm approaching show number, I think, show number 74 or oh, 75 so you keep track? in the last two yeah. years. Yeah, I keep track of every show. 
Um, next week I'm playing two shows, both of which are EP releases, one of Come which on. is mine. <laughs> which cool. is kind of yeah. crazy to think about. But yeah, yeah that uh, I'm playing at the Park Theater with my uh, with actually, and I've, I've assembled a full band. Oh, right on. For while I'm up on stage. Uh, we're calling it the Carrie J Band at this point. It's but pretty good. Yeah, not pretty bad. Good, yeah, yeah. And uh, actually, and ironically, we're, we practiced here, of course. Cool. But um, yeah, so we're, we're going to be opening for Spicy Mojo at okay. the Park, okay. which is, that's their, be interesting, like, yeah. yeah, it'll be fun. And then at the times changed on oh, Friday. Oh, cool! That seems like a good fit, actually. For, yeah. For what you, yeah. Have you played there before? Uh, once, yeah, yeah in, in March, and it was great. The great venue, yeah. Totally. Awesome. I broke a string though while I was on stage, and it was just like, like I kind of almost panicked, you know? Yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. Like because yeah. it was just so amped to be at that on that stage that I'd just looked up to for so long. Yeah. That I was yeah. like, oh man, I'm here, you know? And then you like break <laughs> a G, and you're like. No, like, there are no other acoustic guitars here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it was that, just yeah. like, okay. So I turned, and thank goodness that my fiddle player was so Logan Pickney. He's so talented. I was like, uh, can you just, like, distract the crowd for two minutes yeah. while I change a string? And, you know, I got I grabbed my winder and the string, and, boom, and, you know, 45 seconds, a minute and a half later, we're back up there. It's not too bad, so. yeah. Wasn't too bad. I, I it felt like it took me about eleven minutes to do yeah. everything, but apparently I, it was I've done that. Shorter. The band I was in, like this oh, yeah? is maybe ten years ago or something now, but I like <laughs> it went completely out of tune at the zoo. Oh no! And I mean, you can't. I, I couldn't hear it enough to do it. So I was sitting there with like a tuner, and oh, I'm man. trying to get the other two guys in the three piece band to do something, and they're just like, oh no! <laughs> so it just can you just jam yeah, on just play something, so, yeah. play something. It's, it was incredibly <laughs> awkward. It was like the most awkward. There's a picture of that me doing sucks. it too. Oh, you really? can see the stress on my face. You just <laughs> like, see your face yeah. just getting redder and redder. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't even imagine what I looked like, or but everyone said apparently I dealt with it fine. Yeah. So I don't know. I think I it seems worse on stage than it does. Oh in yeah, the crowd, yeah, for sure. And and like it's funny because it was cold out still because it was in March. And I was wearing, like, a sweater and, like, you know, and, and I had been cold kind of all evening, and yeah. right up until that moment, and I was so warm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. just dying of Panicky, sweat. kind of, yeah. Yeah, like, eh, eh, just, like, kind of hyperventilating. It was <laughs> awful. But, that, uh... That's pretty good. It's a good story, though. Makes for a good story. Oh, totally. Yeah. Especially, yeah. I mean, it, it wouldn't have been a good story if it... If it just ended badly, it would have been. Yeah, badly. if it had just been like you know, if <laughs> show come, over. Yeah, if, if skulls had just come up and been like, get off the stage, yeah, man! Yeah. You guys are just wrecking it. Yeah. Like, just go. But no, like you know, he came up and was just like, hey, I know you broke a string. Maybe cut a song out of your set because there's two more bands on after you. And I was like, yeah, for That's sure. Cool, yeah. And, and it was yeah. like, you know, it wasn't a thing, and it was great. So cool. Yeah. Um, do you want to get into a song? Let's go with the the what uh, theme. Do you have something? Yeah, to... sure. Um, let's go with. Do you want to, you want me to start with? Yeah, this? go ahead and pick some. You okay, I I figured I'd pick like the first thing I thought of when what I was like, well, I guess I, one of them at least has to have what in the title. Yeah, that's kind of the direction I went to. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it was you know it's what else word, yeah, can yeah, you yeah. do? You can take um, anything with that word. It's, oh yeah. yeah, and so I I dug to one of my favorite ACDC records, okay. uh, Power Age for What's Next to the Moon. Okay. I don't know if you've ever heard the song or not. You know what? I'm not like a. I wouldn't call myself an ACDC fan. I've heard quite a lot of their stuff, but it yeah. all blends together. Which I mean, it should, yeah. which is what it is, right? I mean, it's like totally. they have that, that formula that just works amazingly well, right? For them. Which is so, actually why I dug Power Age so much because yeah. they they deviate from it just slightly. Okay, like, well, maybe I haven't heard them because I mean, yeah. you know, it's a band that I never actually bought a record from, but mm. yeah, people listen to them all the time. You totally. know, my whole life I've heard people listen to ACDC records, so. <laughs>
So that sounded like ACDC to me. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> totally pretty fair. Yeah. Uh, fair assessment of them. Uh, and you were saying live. that was that was with the original singer, right? That was like a... Uh, yeah, it was with Bon Scott. Yeah. So it does... Like, the recording has a much... I would say a bit of a different texture. Yeah. But, like, it's still... Yeah, it's, it's ACDC stuff. Yeah, they have a, they have a thing, yeah. Well, what, are they still... <laughs> At least, like, the drummer went to jail or something, right? Or what? Well, he, like, tried to kill somebody yeah, I heard or something, something like that, and they just were totally like, you know what, Phil, we're done with you. Well, I mean, antics, so. I can't imagine that it's hard to find a guy to play that. No, I mean, that's true. But I, I think it's hard to find a drummer who is, will, like, I mean, for the money at this point, yeah. yeah. But, like, I think coming up, it would have been hard to find a drummer who was willing to just play, like, the same thing. Over for, and over and yeah, over again. Yeah, for, like, an hour and yeah. a half a night. Like, like I mean, I could do that. I'm not a good drummer at all, but I could... Yeah. I mean, I have as long as you really st- have a steady yeah. foot, like, yeah. you're good. You know? barely, there's really no fills or anything even half the time. It's just... Most yeah, of the time, no. Sometimes, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah it kind of takes away from it if you do too much. Yeah. So it's like... Yeah, it's not about the drums, I guess, right? Like yeah, ACDC, it's like less is more is kind of their... Yeah. Up around yeah. Me, so. Well, it works for them, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. So are you a big fan of those guys, or...? Yeah, ACDC was my first favorite band, and like when I was twelve or yeah twelve, oh, yeah. I I've discovered uh, Back in Black. There was a tape in like my in my closet that you know just this box of tapes that my dad had, and I was like ACDC. I heard these guys are good, yeah. you know, and put it in the tape player, and I was like, oh my god, you know, hell's <laughs> yeah, bells, yeah, man. Yeah. And actually, it was funny because I didn't realize like that was the first album that I really like, you know, like sunk my teeth yeah. into, which is hilarious. Um, well, hilarious now, considering what kind of music you play. Is, I mean, right. you wouldn't assume, maybe. Totally. But what's interesting about it is that that album opens with the tolling of a bell. Right. And my first real EP effort is yeah. called Answer the Bell, right. and it begins with the tolling of a bell. So is it some, like, <laughs> deep down... Uh, I didn't even music? realize it until I had finished the record, and That's then I hilarious. put it in my car to listen to it, and I was like, oh my god, what have I just <laughs> done? Like... Um, ACDC folk. That's you hilarious. Know, like, yeah, yeah. Not quite, but <laughs> I wonder if any people, any listeners, will pick up on that though. If someone checks it out, I don't know. Cool. I mean, I I wonder how many how many records open with bells, right? Probably a lot. Yeah, I think a lot of them do. So it's probably nothing new that no. I'm doing. You're probably the only one who's going to realize it. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And I mean, the bell that I I actually have a recording of is an actual bell that I grew up hearing out at camp. So it okay. has some like actual sentimental. It's not just a random me. bell you downloaded or something, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So cool. I so I think that factor of it is pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, well, like well, how I managed to tie that back it, into me. It does. Yeah, it worked. It worked, it worked. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't have said anything. It sounded like it was all planned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I um, wasn't planned actually. It was just yeah, off the cuff. But yeah, that's cool. Um, so you are also in a band now. Yeah. And it's a band that we've talked about on the show before, um, here in Trees. Yeah. One so, of my favorite local one of big bands. How did that how did that happen? Them. How did you Um well I, I, as I think we talked about earlier, I got into that United Fiverr this year. Right. Which was great. And I remember last year I had gone to see Hearing Trees, uh, at the United Fiverr along with Sybil and Finn and Did they win the Greek Rides? Thing? Uh no Sybil won. Right, Sybil won. And I think yeah. Pants was the other band. Um but, like, you know, over the time from then until... And I'd seen them beforehand as well. Uh, kind of in between all those times, I had met Graham from Hearing Trees yeah. at a number of different occasions. And he's been Mostly. on the show before, too, which is really cool. Like it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. He's a great dude. Yeah, he's like, I really, really like him. He, um, But anyway, him and I, like, I, I kind of saw him at a Manitoba music workshop right before, I guess, the Fiverr. And I asked him, you know, like, hey, like, how, how was that for you? Yeah. Like, what was that all about? And he was like, well, let's go for coffee and let's chat about it. That's I cool. Said, that sounds yeah. great. So him and I went and had to sit down and had some coffee and uh, and chatted. And, and while we were chatting and, yeah. you know, talking about music and the scene and everything, he was kind of expressing that 
he wished he had another guitar player in okay. Hearing Trees. Okay. And I said, well, I'll play guitar yeah, yeah, in your yeah. band. <laughs> like, I really like it. You know, I'd always been a fan of them. So I was like, well, if, if I can join, I'm going to try, yeah, right? Yeah, so course, he was yeah. like, really? And I said, yeah. And so about a week or two later, he called me up and cool. I came down and jammed and they liked what I brought to the table. And so, you know, in about, I think it was mid-March or early April when they officially announced that I was <laughs> a member of the band and played my first show with them on April 25th at the WEC. Cool. Yeah, it was great. Super fun. So so what? how does that, uh, I mean, do you play in a different style to suit them or do you still do your, bring your, because I mean, I remember you have a very distinct guitar style. I mean, it's very percussive and stuff on a lot of, a lot of the songs I've heard yeah. of yours. Is that, does that go over to their stuff? I, or? Not really. I mean, cause I, like one of the things about playing folk music, like, and less so for what I do, because especially if you see me live, like I do try and bring the stomp a little bit, yeah. but like, yeah. um, you can't really rock out playing folk music yeah. as much as yeah. maybe you would like and hearing trees although they're not like an acdc or anything like that there are moments where it really rocks totally yeah and, so and they're, like, yeah they're electric right and they're on you know yeah absolutely. plugged in everything's yeah, yeah yeah everything is all very yeah. you know rock. it's it's rock yeah. so it's and there are a number of different words we can use to describe it but <laughs> and and all of it's interesting but yeah like it was it was kind of just uh an opportunity to pick my telecaster and my amp yeah, back yeah, up yeah. and go okay Let's do some rock music yeah. again, you know, like this is, this will be fun. So, I mean, and I, you know, I alter my style a little bit to, to accommodate them, but mostly it's just that I'm using a pick, right. <laughs> right, right, yeah. which is kind of different. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, like I do some trim picking and like some various different things. The thing that's cool about hearing trees is that most of us aren't doing anything extraordinarily complicated or different. Right. It's just that the way that everything is composed it's kind of like a clock like where it all just is interweaving well enough that it sounds like something yeah. cool is happening on yeah, stage yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah it's great and um you know and there are times when there are three guitars going so we've had to be really cognizant of that yeah, you don't overdo it i guess right yeah. right yeah. like we we want to make sure that no one's doing the same thing necessarily or that if we are it's for a very short period of time and right. to make a deliberate point right so right. Yeah, so playing with them has been really cool because, um, well, first off, they're all great players and really good writers, and also, uh, it just they're they're great at kind of breaking down the structure of things and going, okay, why are we playing this? Oh, yeah. why okay. is this happening? Okay. Why is that? And so it's yeah, it's been it's been a good experience so cool. far. Are you? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure at this point you probably started off just learning their songs and stuff, right? But are yeah. you? I mean, you obviously write your own songs. Are you bringing that to the that band as well, or is that sort of in the future? Or? Uh, very recently, actually, yeah. like just like I, th I think yesterday. Yeah, uh, okay. yesterday I was at we were at the Suite Four Twenty One where we practice, and uh, I was writing a part, a guitar part for a song that Graham kind of had the skeleton of. Oh, cool. And so you know, Kyle had put down his drums for it, and Graham had made a demo with his voice and the guitar bit that he had. And uh, so then I was kind of, and that's actually what's what's funny is that I was going to say is that I have brought my style a little bit now right. that I'm able to write a part because I'm doing some finger picking oh, cool. on an electric, okay. which is you know it's a different sound than what you would on acoustic for sure, yeah. Totally, but to, do, to but to be able to actually still bring my finger picking abilities into it is like oh okay, well I can still do kind of some carry stuff, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> totally, yeah. which isn't like I have a big ego or like I want to. It's just you know I have a skill set that I've worked built up pretty yeah, high from definitely. playing folk that definitely. I can now transfer a little bit. Cool, which is really great. Okay, well so, talking about local bands, uh, one of the songs I picked yeah. is by a local band. Um, awesome. It's by a band called Insanely Unsound, who were okay. around. Uh, late 90s i don't maybe into 2000 okay. but like 98 99 kind of era right and they have a song called what which no <laughs> was way was the first thing i thought of i was like oh i get to play insanely on sound that's great and uh 
they're they're like a you know one of those kind of '90s uh, skate punk sort of bands. Okay. And my old band, I was in a ska band called Grappa's Army in the late '90s, <laughs> and uh, we played a lot of shows with these guys. Like this is when like you know the whole third wave of ska was a thing, and everyone was playing like like punk with horns with little ska parts and stuff, right? So we played yeah. shows with these guys all the time. That's awesome. And um, they're awesome. Like it's it's still they they were put on a tape back then that is pretty much lost forever i mean i have some weird recordings that i don't know if they're even from that tape that i'm eventually <laughs> gonna put online if i get their permission which i really need to work on because it's mm. it's awesome but uh yeah totally. they, they were really cool this song um was on a compilation that came out in 99 called um no retreat no surrender okay. and it was all um like my old band was on it um it was all punk bands and ska bands and hardcore bands and stuff from that this little scene we had. Cool. Uh, at the time, there were shows happening at the Broadway Neighborhood Center, like nice. almost every weekend. Wow. And in the basement, which is like a nursery school, I guess at the time, they okay. had uh, we would just go down there and they'd Where be like, "Where is that?" Uh, right on Broadway, and um, can't remember what the cross street is, but like right in like West, West Broadway, Broadway yeah. Area, yeah. And yeah. there's a little community center there, and mm. in the basement, which was the nursery school, they had shows. I don't know how it happened, but every week almost there'd be like 10, 11, 12 bands playing. Wow. And it would be just this little kind of word of mouth thing. And every once in a while, we'd have touring bands that came in, like, do you know Monine? Yeah. They played there them, when yeah. they were first coming up. No they way. played in this weird basement we opened for them and stuff. But anyway, <laughs> Insanely cool. Unsound was one of those bands that was on every one of those shows. And we played, like, I still have a ton of old posters of stuff of our bands. And a couple of these guys went on to be in High Five Drive, which was, you know, pretty successful. Totally. And now, uh, one of them, uh, well, two of them were in Clipwing, one of them is still in Clipwing. Okay. Which is like has been on the show recently too. That band, wow. and they're they're still playing this kind of punk stuff. So great, cool song. It's called <laughs> "What Fits the Theme," and I love this band. All right, so we're back. That was Insanely Unsound and the song What, which, you know, fits the what theme. It sure did. Yeah. 
What harmonies? Yeah, the harmonies are great. Yeah, the harmonies yeah. are fantastic. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I, I love that stuff. Energy. Like there was there was so many uh, so many awesome bands like like that I kind of grew up listening to or grew up playing shows with and stuff that are completely gone. Yeah, like there's no record of them anymore. I mean, these guys. If this, uh, I don't want to like pretend which police has credit for keeping them alive, but like <laughs> this compilation's up on the website for yeah. free download and it's been there for a few years. Right. It's very popular in there actually, which is cool. Oh, cool. Uh, but. I mean, if you look up Insanely on Sound, you can find their old GeoCities website, I think. Wow. And that's it. And, like, there's no other songs anywhere. Yeah. None of it's on YouTube. None of it's anywhere. Because they just released the one album to, like, 20 people, mm-hmm. and it, it's gone. So, it's, uh, I like that we managed to save some of it. Like, yeah. Anyway. I mean, before the podcast was a podcast, like, Witch Police was just an archiving site of oh, local okay. music. Wow. Like, we had, um, like, things like this. Like, old tapes and CDs and things of our friends' bands and everything that weren't going to go right. anywhere or buried or live stuff that got recorded and never went it, that's what it was there's a whole like hundreds and hundreds of tapes and things on there that's so crazy and that's like i want to do more of that actually and every time i hear something like this it's like oh shit i have this bag of tapes at home i need to start digitizing them and yeah it's just a time thing though really like i wish i had more time to do that but I'm kidding so yeah if anyone listening i mean if you have any tapes of your old bands or cds or anything like please get send them, them to witch police yeah because i want to yeah. i mean you know there's so much cool music in winnipeg that has come and gone or is still here too and it's yeah. like a lot of it just kind of that's just what's crazy right like you do you know i think we don't even realize how quickly things come and go yeah well it's different a, a little different now because of things like Bandcamp and stuff right yeah I mean, so it's a lot easier to archive stuff like it's totally. i mean it's not like a tape that gets lost in a basement and you forget mm-hmm. about it it's, and that's it's, it it's yeah. there and people can download it and then it gets shared totally. a lot easier but yeah totally i mean it's still this yeah i mean bands like this you know i thought they were awesome i, I you know i mean obviously high five drive with two of the members was a lot more successful mm-hmm. and you know they toured all over the place and everything but right i mean it's cool that something still exists with that band so totally i don't know yeah, maybe eventually their tapes lined up at like Movie Village or something. And... <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. Like, I think it was just a CDR. I don't even know if it was a tape, but oh, I never man. actually had a copy of it. We played their CD release show. Okay. And I think that I still have the poster from the Where show. Where was it? Is at the it? West End. Oh right. Okay. This is yeah. when at this time, like, it was really there was every punk band played the West End. It yeah. wasn't like a weird thing. Now it's kind of a prestige thing almost. Yeah. But I'm, I mean, my shitty ska band, like in the late '90s, played the West End six or seven times. Yeah, and well, to, it was to, like, a different thing crowds, until like, fairly recently. Yeah, like only yeah. like probably what the last like eight. I think years since they renovated it or yeah. so. Like yeah, I mean it's an amazing venue, and the fact that totally. we got to play there and these kind of bands got to play all the time was incredible. Totally, but yeah, yeah I don't know. It's bizarre. Actually. It is weird how it all of a sudden just took on this thing where well, I think just the cost of it maybe went. Up I think so. Yeah, was I think so. Pretty much what drove that. So yeah, and I think maybe things changed a little bit in terms of what kind of stuff kids were listening to too mm. maybe I don't, I don't know but i mean it seems like there was a massive massive all ages punk scene yeah in this era that we're, we just listened to right and i don't know if it existed the same way after that like no, i'm not sure i, think, I think it so. kind of died down because that stuff yeah. lost popularity a little bit so that's what's crazy i don't know if there is like a, a really like avid live scene of anything anymore i don't know maybe but... it's the electronic music the electronic music. Yeah, it might it might be though. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I don't go out to shows as much as I used to at all. I mean, I have kids and stuff, so I might yeah. barely get out. But I mean, yeah, I do hear about bands playing shows, but I don't hear about big shows like this where it's twenty bands yeah. and it's all different genres. Like it seems like there'll be like a rap show or a folk show or a metal show or a punk show. Yeah, it's pretty, and it's really com- compartmentalized. Yeah. And it used to be just whatever. I mean, like 
you know, that's cool. These bands would be playing in Broadway basement with rappers and you know punk bands and whatever. Like, you know, it'd be awesome. It was cool. It was, cool. It was like <laughs> yeah, a thing to do. Variety but, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This would be a variety show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. think Netflix is killing it all. Yeah, everyone just yeah. <laughs> just Netflix and all those other awesome streaming services. And that doesn't mean I don't like Netflix. Yeah. for the record, yeah, <laughs> I yeah, just yeah, think yeah. that it's like it's so easy to sit at home and be unbelievably well entertained. Yeah, it totally is. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, 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 especially in a cold city like this. Yeah. So do you, I mean, what kind of audience do you have for your, for your solo stuff? Is it, I mean, the folk crowd? I mean, just going yeah. to what we were just saying about everything's compartmentalized. Like, is there a folk audience that kind of you see at the <laughs> shows you play or is it, you know? The odd time. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think that like now it's finally getting to the point where it's not just like, oh, my buddies are here. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like it's, I'm finally starting to see a few faces in the crowd that are just there because they want to hear it yeah. and you know um depending on where i play it kind of the crowd kind of seems to come with the venue sometimes right yeah yeah I got, somewhat like times change for sure like, yeah right, there's yeah. like a built-in crowd there yeah. like and at sam's place too actually over on henderson i've never actually like been there a, but i've seen the, a lot of shows are happening there That's yeah cool. it's great like there are a lot of people that'll just wander down just because they know that there's yeah. music and and I think that there are some people there that I keep recognizing when I've gone back that I'm like, oh, they followed me here. You know, that's yeah, pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's getting there. I'm, I think I'm at the stage where it's like if I'm on stage and people are there, they're really enjoying it. Right, right. But I'm not quite at that point where if people see that I'm playing somewhere, they're like, I have to be at that show. Right, 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 yeah. So, so that's, is that which, the goal, though? You want to get to that point? Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Heck, I'd like to be at the point where I could, you know, I'm almost like a... Two bill band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or something like that. Are you looking for your phone? Got my phone. Okay. I'm missing also um, a jacket, a hat, a okay. shirt. Is that your jacket? No, it's a black jacket, a okay. black hat, and a black shirt. Okay. Um, I got a little drunk this weekend. Yes. <laughs> Should we uh, pause or? Should we just keep it going? Just keep it going, just plugged in. Okay, fair enough. We're doing a podcast right now. Oh, sweet. It's, it's okay. All good. Hope I'm not, like, interrupting. Uh, only mildly, but it's really not a big deal. So, is I that it? it? I can cut it out. That's like, oh, yeah, totally See, true. This could be part you of go. your podcast. We could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ladies right and gentlemen, here. Jessica Mumby. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. Mumby is here. She is retrieving her things. Um, there oh, was a this? jacket on the back of a chair upstairs. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that. Black? Yeah, it was Is black it and it has like tassels. Oh no, mine's like a spring jacket. Oh, okay. Alrighty, I'll find it next show. Okay, and uh, I'll keep an eye out for that, Jess. Yeah, I wouldn't stress too much. I literally, I was all over the place. I like was a tornado. You had a great you night. Know. You were in a great mood. Of course, I'm always so. down. <laughs> well, that's actually very true. <laughs> Alright, take it easy, Mumby. <laughs> that's uh. Jessica Mumby, ladies and gents. She's a lovely lady. Had her birthday this weekend. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> what were we talking I don't about? Even remember <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, you're talking about the audiences coming. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's at that. Like, I mean, ideally, I'd like to be at that place where, you know, people are like, oh, that yeah. guy's like, I want to, like, you know, like how, like, say, like a band like, uh, who's bigger now? Like Royal Canoe or yeah, something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. You know, they play a show and everyone... People are going to see Royal Canoe. They're yeah. not just going to the West End or whatever. Yeah, 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 they're not just walking up like, I wonder who's playing tonight. Yeah. It's like, yeah. no, Royal friggin' Canoe are here yeah, and yeah, we're buying yeah. our tickets, yeah. you know? Like, ideally, that would be cool to get to that point or like for maybe more of a, a folk band, kind of like a J.D. Edwards level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like, guy's you know, got name recognition that people will go see him. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely, totally. yeah. So, and, and he's just like... 
even if I don't get to that, if I can write and perform the way that guy does, yeah. then like I'm, I think I'm doing okay. Cool. <laughs> and regardless of whether people pay attention or not, and I, it's nice when you know that you're getting there, and yeah, yeah. you know, I think that whatever else comes will come. Is there a like a, a sound that people go for in Winnipeg for folk? Uh, the reason I asked this is because you know we've had a lot of people play country on the show, yeah. and uh, in Winnipeg, I feel anyway that for playing country, there's sort of an edge to it. Like it's mm-hmm. not the polished kind of super twangy, super Nashville sort of soundy country yeah. stuff is not it's almost not cool. Dirtier. It's the yeah. one. Yeah. People want the dirtier, more like oh, not necessarily punk influence, but maybe a little bit and darker and drunker, you know? Oh yeah. Does that bleed into the folk scene at all? Cause I, I know so. there's some related, you know, style wise, mm-hmm. those two come into contact pretty oh, often. Very like, much yeah. so. Mostly because we both play acoustic guitars. Yeah. Uh, and like to yeah. tell stories, yeah. right? Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think like in chord structurally, it's, it's all, it's all the same, but I mean, not the same, but it's all similar. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think there are some songs that I write that bleed into country a little bit, okay. or bluegrass and blues. Like I, you know, I. Well, those I are listened. all connected. I mean, yeah. it's all kind of American music from the same era, right? Like originated right. in the same era. So exactly. So yeah, I mean, it's just like <clears throat> what my, I think what I do when I write, I just try and come up with something that people aren't going to just tune out right. from right away. Right. Like at, like and and that's not even because I'm like worried that someone is going to be at my show and tuning out. It's more just that I've gone to a lot of folk shows. And sometimes, even if the song is really good lyrically or, like, you know, has a great story to it, um, it can just be very boring because it'll just be C, G, and F. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, not even picked or anything, just strummed, and it's like... I'm sure there's a lot of that in folk shows, probably. Yeah, and there is, and it's like, and, you know, and some people can do it really well and have like a great voice and like you know can really grab you anyway but not everyone can and i know what my strengths and weaknesses are and my strength is mostly in my guitar playing right and so consequently i try and write a melody line with the vocals that is both simple enough that you know i can sing it well and also that it'll still grab people and same thing with the guitar so that's where it comes back to blues a lot of the time because people, you know, if I have that kick drum going, yeah, yeah, and they're going, okay, well, I, maybe now I can dance to this. I can nod my head to it at like least. That. I know where, yeah, 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 yeah totally. Yeah. And it might pull you in. So. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think I have like one. I have one song, and it's actually on the EP. That's just like a straight up like, you know, C G, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, A minor, yeah. like yeah. just just one of those kind of finger picky like uh, storytelling songs. Okay. But it has you know a, a point to it and a story to it and everything and that actually. And it's so funny how. You know, I've spent all this time focusing on trying to not just do that. Yeah. And the one time I do it, that's actually been the song I get the most comfortable. People like on. it, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, you should do more like that. Yeah. I'm like, but that's what everybody's doing. <laughs> yeah. It's not that it's bad to do what everybody's doing. I just don't want to. Right. It's, yeah, time. yeah, yeah. You, yeah, that's the thing that doesn't that doesn't make you stand out is what everyone... <laughs> right. And it's not even so much to stand out. It's just like, there's no, like... To me, it's just what, what's the point? Like, yeah. if it's been done, okay. Yeah. I mean, if I want to do what everyone else is doing, I'll play their cover or cover their songs because they're probably going to be better than what I come right, up with. Right, because they're these iconic songs that have been through like a hundred years of yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. Like I was learning like "Man of Constant Sorrow." Yeah, today, yeah, yeah. Great know? song, like, but yeah, yeah, unbelievable yeah, yeah. song. Yeah, you can't touch it. <laughs> like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and I'm not going to try and write the next "Man of Constant Sorrow" because yeah. it's been done. Like totally, it's, and that's okay. Yeah. You know, cool. uh, did you want to pick another song with the, on the what theme? Sure. I know last time I was on the show, I picked a Dan Mangan song. I think you did, yeah. And uh, I'm going to take another one. Um, right. I think that's his... probably the only time that Dan Mangan's been played since then, so I don't think oh, there's yeah? been... Oh, yeah? Good. So... <laughs> <laughs> and not not from his new album, actually. Uh, from the one before that. Uh, it's the last song on his third album. Um, it's called Jeopardy, and he wrote okay. the whole song 
in questions. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, and that's so really when cool. what came up, I figured, well, what? It's almost like what, like as a question. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, thought, yeah. well, we can kind of derive or, you know, go a little over to left field and see if... Uh, Cool. Yeah, it, it sounds great. Yeah, it's it's a great song. I like so. the I like the concept behind it. Anyway, yeah, totally. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Let's check it out. Yeah. Where did I go? Where did I go? What is this sorrow? What is this sorrow? Where did I go? Where did I go? What is this sorrow? What is this sorrow? Where did I go? What am I doing? What time is it? Have I always been filled with questions? Where's the show tonight? Who's on? Did I see them play in Houston? What year was that? What day is it? Why do I lean on good intentions? What are intentions? Where did I go? Where did I go?
Yeah, it was real nice. Yeah, one of my faves. What was sure. the name of it again? Jeopardy? Jeopardy. Yeah, right. Yeah, questions. Yeah. Yeah. All questions. Yeah. That's cool, yeah. Great, great outro. Really Yeah, really, cool. really fantastic. Really, yeah. The, uh, the guitar player there, Gordon Gurdina, just so interesting what he does. He's this has these weird influences. I don't know what exactly they are, but... And he's a nice guy. Is he, too. like, a regular part of the band, or is he... Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, yeah, like he's in Blacksmith, I guess, Dan Mangan's band. Okay. Is that what they're um, called, Blacksmith? Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, uh, and he had... Uh, him and the drummer from Dan Mangan's band, and I think also the bass player, maybe the keys player, had a band called uh, The Crackling. Okay. That would, Good name. Yeah, totally. And they, they toured a bunch of times. And I remember they came here two weeks before Dan Mangan was coming back here oh, with weird. them. And weird. we went and saw them at the Folk Exchange, and there were like, you know, 20 people there, if that. And then so we kind of went out afterwards with them for drinks. Oh, cool. Like, you know, became friends with, with Gord and... Uh, in Canton, so it was really cool. neat. Yeah, really nice guys, like just great, great dudes. I so. think there are probably a lot of people who do that, where they're in a, a bigger band, but they also have their own thing that also is touring. Yeah, and I, I can't, I, the logistics of it just seem crazy. Yeah, that's what blows me yeah. away. But I think both Gordon and Kent have been at it for a long time. Right. So right. they kind of know the game, and they're, they're they know how to play it and how to how to make the money off yeah, it yeah. and everything. Yeah. So, well, yeah. It, it reminds me of. Um, there's a band called Friendliness and the Human Rights. It's a reggae band from Toronto. Okay. And uh, the keyboard player, or not the keyboard player, sorry, the, the singer Friendliness, yeah. he is, uh, over the past five or six years or so, he's been in Big Sugar playing keyboards. Oh, okay. And, and like doing backup vocals and stuff. And I have no, no idea how that works. His band is releasing albums, and then he's in Big Sugar, which is a huge band. I yeah. Mean, constantly touring and stuff. Wow. So I have no idea. Like He's putting out new videos for his own stuff. <laughs> And it's just like, well, and it's like you're in big shit. When, when did you, you have a chance to do this? Yeah, can you hang your hat on that? Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah. I mean, good for him. Yeah, that's I mean, so I mean, awesome. His own, his own band. I, I kind of like Big Sugar. I never got into Big Sugar. Yeah. Until I heard he was in Big Sugar, and I like his own band. And then now I like Big Sugar. It's cool. Like, I can see why he fits, you know. And it was, totally. it was cool. But yeah, I think that these guys are probably similar, where they're just constantly, constantly doing stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. when you get back from one tour, you just go out the other one until the next one starts with the big man or whatever. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's it's wild to think of how many people like. I mean, even like you know the guys locally from like the Bros Landreth. You know, yeah, yeah, they yeah, have yeah. Like three or four different other bands yeah. that they do when they're here. And they're here. touring all the time too, right? Like uh, those bands don't tour so. But much, no, but they're but main they, bands. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Bros yeah. Landreth is always on yeah. tour, and yet the, the but they're all such good performers. Yeah, that it's like well, okay, you're here. Let's why don't you come and do a show yeah. here while people drink? You know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. And I guess that's something you can do if you get like a certain degree of success or notoriety yeah. where people know you, you kind of have more of an ability to do that, to take some totally. other band that you've just started or whatever, you know, and take that on the road because you're a known quantity, I guess, already. Mm-hmm. People have seen the main band and then... Yeah, say, oh, and you have a relationship from... with yeah. venues and with people who yeah. run them and whatnot. Yeah. So, yeah. Because, I mean, I've done that. I've gone to see bands where it's, hey, this is the guy from whatever. Yeah. I want to check out what his new thing is. So, I mean, it works like that, I guess. Totally. You, you have a, yeah, so... Yeah. So maybe you'll be like, hey, it's the guy from Hearing Trees. <laughs> and uh, he's got a solo thing, not maybe. realizing that you already had that, right? I mean, yeah, like, yeah, or maybe vice versa, right? Right, like, yeah. Because I, yeah. I think both both projects could use more notoriety. Right. I mean, I mean they both... What project can't. Yeah, but. right, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but uh, yeah, I think, I think it would be good. There's not much of a crossover in terms of musical styling. No, but... but... That's okay. Maybe it'll work that way, though. Or maybe someone, yeah. you know, hey, I like the way this guy plays guitar. And then, oh, hey, he's his own project. Let's check, you know. Totally. Or Ideally, yeah. 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 Ideally, if they can figure out which guitar I'm playing. <laughs> right, which guy you are. Yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, live, I mean, I guess they'd maybe, you know, talk to you or something after. Totally, yeah. yeah. 
Totally. And so, apparently I, I, I look like the folk singer in Hearing Trees when I'm on stage. Oh, yeah? Which I guess maybe because of the long hair and the beard and everything. And, like, I wear, like, a jean jacket when I'm up that there. That might do and, it, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I tend to bounce around a bit because I'm just, I mean, I'm in a great mood when I'm on stage yeah, with the fun, rock right? band. You know, yeah. It's so much fun. Yeah. It's almost like when you're in a, I, I mean, I imagine it's kind of similar if you're in a punk band. Oh, yeah, yeah. You probably move around a lot yeah. up there. So, yeah. you know, I move around a lot and, <clears throat> you know, the rest of the band are a little bit more stoic individuals. Yeah. So, you know, but they, they, not that they don't get put on a good show, they do, yeah. but it's, it's less of a, like, happy-go-lucky kind yeah, of yeah, express yeah. It, expression, I guess, and so. I feel as, as, yeah. as, well, as like an audience member, if a band is not moving around at least a little bit, yeah. it kind of takes you out of it, like, it oh, seems like, yeah. well, wait, you're not having fun doing this? How am I totally. supposed to have fun watching it if you're, right. like, like, the worst guy, the worst offender for that ever, is, in my mind, is Eric Clapton. A very, very, very good guitar player. Yeah. Doing what he does. Totally. But if you watch a video of him, he stands completely motionless. Does he? And emotionless. His face is like a blank oh, thing. Oh, that's And he's sitting there wanking away, and it like, it's annoying. It's like, come on, yeah. this is this should be fun. Look at that. Like, I, aren't you? I can't play this? that good. I want, if yeah. I could, I would be running around. You know? No wonder everyone was like, no, Hendrix, that's where it's at. Because <laughs> <Yeah, exactly, right? laughs> that guy was crazy. Exactly. And yeah. then the, the best example of it is, in, you know, the the movie The Last Waltz, like the band. Yeah, I've heard yeah, of it. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a scene where Clapton's playing a song with a band, and okay. Uh, his guitar strap breaks. Right. And it's funny because he's so, like, just... Focus. Yeah. yeah. And the strap breaks. Immediately, Robbie Robertson takes over and starts playing a solo. Right. And he makes all kinds of mistakes. He screws up. But he yeah. has this huge smile on his face and he's dancing around. And he's yeah. way more entertaining than yeah. the solo. Technically, it's, like, a hundred times worse. Right. But, like, to watch. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this. I, I want to see this guy all day. I don't care how bad, like, his last Eric minute Clapton attempt at saving the solo was. Yeah. Like, you know, like, this guy's, like, technically brilliant or whatever. But, like, no, yeah. it's boring. So, That's hilarious. Yeah. So I like yeah. to see I like to see fun kind of upbeat active totally. uh, stuff. So I don't know. Nice. Uh, maybe that goes to something that I, I can play actually. There you um, go. That's not not an intentional segue, but I think it might work. But it works. Um, <laughs> one of the first things I thought of again with what was uh, what did I say by Ray Charles? Oh, and like I'm a huge Ray nice. Charles fan, and uh, that's great. Like if you watch any old videos of him performing, especially mm. when he was younger, like it's high energy considering he's at a piano. Totally. And he's blind. And he's <laughs> like, just like and yeah, just full around. body into it, and like the whole thing too. And even with yeah. the bigger bands and everything too, you can he's like directing them aggressively yeah. physically while he's playing, which that's is something amazing. you would not imagine. No. From like a guy stuck behind a piano and also blind, like so. Yeah. So what did I say? Is the 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 the, the whole legend behind the song is that he needed to fill some time in a set. Okay. And the whole thing was improvised on the spot, what? and it became like his signature song. That's I mean, hilarious. aside from George on my mind, I guess was the signature song, but this was like yeah. the you know, and you can kind of get that vibe from it, like you can because he's just yell something, and then the back of vocal singers yell it back to him, and yeah. then you can sort of get the impression he's. You know, directing. Okay, you play something now, and you play something now. And <laughs> it came out as a single, isn't that wow? In, in two parts, like side one yeah. is part one, side A is part one, side B is part two. Okay, and it's yeah, it, I love it because of that. Because it, it, even the studio version it sounds super loose, and it sounds like it's being kind of worked on as it goes. And right. I don't know how much truth there is to that. I mean, I, I've read that a few times that this is what happened. Yeah, I can believe it, but you know, it could be one of those those myths or whatever. It's about, amazing. Yeah. Just but the yeah. level that you'd have to be at to be able to pull that off, like yeah. as musicians, yeah. to be like listening that tightly, like okay, now we're going here. Now we're doing know? this. Yeah, like, let's just yeah. make up this song on the on the fly, and then it turns yeah. out to be a hit single, which is crazy. So, <laughs> it's uh, you know, Ray Charles is the best, and uh, I'm uh, yeah, I love him. So let's listen to what did I say? Amen, brother.
Was something else yeah that's ray charles yeah yeah that's I mean, fantastic yeah and it's like that's you know late 50s yeah so i mean that's pretty get pretty old now and it still sounds amazing like yeah i'm sure it's up. been remastered and all that shit but like yeah but just like we were talking about how you know the recording technology back then it was probably a fair bit less sophisticated yeah just the fact that they were able to still do it that well is just like it's crazy it's wow crazy. yeah and i mean he's uh <laughs> like i think ray charles probably is my favorite singer like, mm. just in terms of actual voice. Okay. I mean, I really listen to, I listen to a lot of soul. I mean, I, you know, guys like Wilson Pickett and stuff. Like, I really yeah. like the screaming kind of soul, too. Like, they're really, like, like what we just heard, really. Right, I mean, right. James Brown, obviously, is one of them, too. But of course. Ray Charles, for, for me, he's, because he always sounds, he sounds very pained all the time. Like, yeah. it, it's, he doesn't, well, even if he's doing, like, a love song, it sounds like it hurts. Like, there's wow. something about him that, like, a tone to it. I don't know what it is mm-hmm. that makes him sound like he's kind of wounded. Mm. But it's really, really kind of aggressive, too, at the same time. I don't know. It's, like, really emotional, I find. Yeah. And I find that people don't necessarily associate Ray Charles with being an amazing singer. Right. Because if people think of him as an amazing piano player, which he is. He was. Yeah. An incredible piano player. But he was player. both. But he was both. And I think that, yeah. yeah, people kind of forget the singing part. I don't know. I, I don't I know if that's true it. or not, but I feel like a lot of people don't give him the credit as a vocalist. I think also, like, just not enough people listen to him anymore. That's a problem, yeah. too. Yeah, this doesn't uh, come up very often because, yeah, people don't listen to him. Because people just so. aren't delving into, like, blues and soul as much anymore. I guess. But, like, when that movie came out, the, the biopic, that, yeah, oh, that, yeah. That, that, like, made huge sales for him. Totally. I mean, that, was, that was incredible. And I think same with Walk the Line for Johnny huge Cash. Huge for Johnny Cash, really... yeah. All of a sudden, people remembered, hey, Johnny Cash. I remember that. Like, unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. And people everyone loved like... Johnny, which is cool because they, the cool thing about it, too, for Ray Charles and, and presumably Johnny Cash as well, I think, yeah. is that, like, it. It, me- it meant that a lot of music that had otherwise been hard to find was suddenly yeah. available again. Yes. Because it was, was you know, like Ray change. Charles especially, all these things were recorded in like the 50s and stuff, and it's like, you know, yeah, where floating these around somewhere. Now? These records yeah. are out of print and everything, and suddenly a movie comes out. Yeah. Or he dies, then a movie comes out, and then it's like, oh, hey. Yeah, let's remaster re- so and... Fantastic for, for, for someone who likes music. Songs. It was great. Totally. But, yeah, so, I mean, B.B. King, I think the same thing's going to happen with, too. I really hope so. I don't know man. if a movie's coming out or anything, but, I mean... Who would play him? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, they'll probably do it at some point, but... Like Keenan Thompson? Like, I don't know, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was to... terrible. I shouldn't have said yeah, that. Yeah, probably do some work. Maybe. Oh, he's still Saturday Night Live, I guess. He's, yeah, he's good. Keenan's he's just... Good. I love him. Yeah. Like, that's just why I said his name. Because, you know, he was, like, on all that when I was yeah. a kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was on Saturday Night Live. But, like, B.B. King, too. I mean, I mean, I feel like when he died, everyone was all full of sadness and everything on, on totally. social media and everything. And, mm-hmm. uh, like, you know... I've heard his stuff. I've heard two or three albums. I can't say yeah. I know his catalog very well. Uh, what I have heard is good. Yeah. You know? Like maybe. It's all great. The good thing about someone like of that stature dying is that maybe more stuff will be available. Maybe totally. you know, people who just who just automatically say R.I.P. celebrity when they die, maybe yeah. they'd actually go look and check it out. You know, check out more than the thrill is gone, which is what everyone. Yeah. You know. That is true. That is like the only. Why is that the only song? I don't know. It's, like, it's not even his. It's a cover. Like I mean, why yeah. is that? I don't know. That's hilarious. 
I who is it that I was talking to? Someone was just like you know really tired of that of hearing that song because every blues band yeah, covers you, that. Yeah, you hear it every time. Yeah, yeah. And you know they were very sad that BB died, and almost more sad about the fact that now everywhere they go for the next two weeks, thrill's gone. Everyone's everywhere be playing that. Yeah, yeah just yeah. constantly. Oh so. yeah, YouTube is like probably got up like a million views. I'm sure the day you know the next oh, day. I'm sure. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But a good song, but oh yeah, of course. You know. Yeah. yeah, nothing nothing wrong. It's not yeah. BB's fault. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of like how like it's not Stevie Wonder's fault that everybody covered Superstition for like forever. Great song. It is a great song. And I'm sick of hearing it. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I love it. And I'm like, except for there's like a version he did on Sesame Street where like <laughs> he turns it into like an eight minute version of it and they speed up like crazy. Oh, really? and, like he does kind of like that improvisational thing yeah, yeah, that Ray yeah. Charles did there where he just like, he's like, keep it going, keep it going. You yeah, can yeah, see yeah. him waving and it's just like, it goes to this whole other level, and they're rocking so hard. I'm yeah. like, I could watch that again and again yeah, yeah, and yeah, again yeah, and yeah. again. So, well, it's too bad for that. I mean, I guess for BB King is the same thing, but Stevie Wonder is such a deep catalog. Holy crap! Of stuff it's crazy, yeah. and like you know, it, it, any song from any one of the albums, like in that kind of there's that period where the three or four albums that are all like just mind blowing, mind blowing from the yeah. 70s. And it's there, like, yeah, yeah. Why super like. There's other stuff. Yeah, you could have picked I Wish, right? he, which he, a totally. lot of people do. But he, they do. Yeah. But also really good, though. Like, you know, yeah. Totally. Or Living Just for the City. One of the totally. coolest recordings, like, ever. Yeah, like, all the spoken bits and stuff. And yeah, like, and like, and like, yeah. Yeah. like, watch so where cool. you're going. No. So cool. Yeah, hey, man, he, you want to make five bucks? And he, he did was all like, that, right? what? Yeah, it was yeah. all him. Like, how did he do that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So cool. It's such a, oh, man. So good. Have you heard about the Stevie Wonder Truthers? No, what's that? People who have a campaign, uh, claiming that Stevie Wonder is not actually blind. What? And they have all these evidence, quote-unquote. Um, there's, like, a video of him uh, at... <laughs> like, what? I know, I know, he's obviously blind. <laughs> there's, like, a video of him at, I think, it's Saturday Night Live or something, and uh, all of a sudden, uh, I think Paul McCartney's there, he knocks over a mic, and Stevie reaches out and grabs it as it's falling. Okay. And I've seen the video, and it's like, okay, yeah, I probably couldn't even catch it that well, and I can see, yeah. but it doesn't mean he's not blind. It means he probably felt it moving and caught, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, also, but, like, what, you don't think his other senses aren't enhanced? Like, Yeah, and then there's videos of him, like, yeah. photos of him at basketball games. It's like, why would a blind guy be at a basketball game? That is a good question. And apparently, he goes to basketball games all the time. Weird. Which, I mean, I guess you can... I don't know how blind he is, too. Like, I don't know what degree of... Maybe you can that's see a, shapes. I don't know. Like, yeah, that's actually a but good But there's point. a whole, like, maybe conspiracy thing bit. that he's actually sighted. And this whole thing has been a scam since like the sixties. But that would be pretty hilarious if he, if he came out. Like, be like, he'd be the ultimate troll. Oh yeah. But like you know, even if he is like not actually blind, yeah, uh, he is. He's you can't take away any of. Like, oh, he still played how him. good he is. Yeah, yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Like yeah. that has it has no effect on on how amazing of a writer. Yeah, he still made Intervisions, whether he was blind or not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Intervisions yeah. still exists. Yeah. Songs in the Key of Life yeah, exactly. still is a thing. Yeah. Like. Yeah, talking um, books still a thing. Everything, all that. Whether you, this yeah, well, yeah, yeah, totally. Whether you're whether you're blind or sighted or anyone, you're basically a superhuman for making those records. Yeah, totally. totally so yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. fine, Stevie. Yeah. We still love you. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Do you want to get into another song here? <laughs> yeah, I guess I probably should. Um, the other thing that I thought of, I, was, I figured, okay, well, I should do a song with without what in the title. Yeah. A song with what in the title, and a song with what in the title, not once but twice. Okay. So, What Is and What Should Never Be oh, awesome. by Led awesome, Zeppelin. Awesome, awesome. Everyone song, knows that song, song off, of that, uh, off of Led Zeppelin, Fantastic. too. Fantastic, yeah, that's a great one. Okay, let's check it out. Yeah, totally. And if I say to you tomorrow, take my hand, child, come with me. It's to a castle. I will take you Where what's to be 
Okay, that was Zeppelin. That was awesome. Uh, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's a great band all around. Like, I'm over it, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's hard to... Like, what do you say about them? Really? What are, yeah, yeah. What, what is left to say yeah. about Zeppelin? I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that we could say the exact same point for what we just talked about with yeah. Stevie Wonder. Yeah, Ray Charles. Or, Ray yeah, Charles, yeah. The same kind of thing. But, like, yeah. yeah, Zeppelin, I mean, you know, every teenage boy's first love kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, I, actually, I actually got into them when I was an adult. Like, Oh, really? I had heard them and I liked it, but I never actually had any of their albums until I was in my 20s. Okay. I feel like it holds up no matter what oh, yeah, age so you are. It's, like, it's just yeah. really well written and very, like, rounded off. Like, there's yeah. so many different genres they just decide to kind of yeah. peek into. And, yeah. And they do it all well. My thing with Zeppelin's always the drums. I love the drums. Like yeah, Bonzo's Bonzo is insane. He's always yeah. drumming way harder than he should be, no matter what genre they're doing. But he also like he's he doesn't really play the same part throughout the whole no, song. No, no, yeah. I mean? I mean, I don't want to like reduce it to him just bashing. No, yeah. That. But he hits like crazy. Yeah, hard, he, yeah. but that's what that's what I mean. Is like he hits so crazy hard. So the the moment for once that he doesn't, you're yeah. like, oh, what's you going notice on? It, yeah, you yeah. Hear, yeah, 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 totally. Like he has such a distinct. And he used those huge sticks too, yeah. right? and and yeah. like I love how they have a song that they couldn't come up with a name with for on Zeppelin Four, just called Four Sticks. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he was using Four Sticks. Yeah, makes sense. Like the whole totally. thing. Totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's funny because that, that band there's so much hype about them. Oh, are they going to reunite? Are they going to play more? Yeah, I, I don't know. If it I, doesn't matter. Yeah, Bonzo's not there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not a reunion. It's his son. Like it's not. I don't. You know. Yeah, and Jason's a good player. You can't. Yeah, take I've that seen away that. Yeah, him, I've, but I've, yeah, but he's not John Bonham. Yeah, and just, at this point too. Uh, I don't think I love, I love Zeppelin, but I'm not going to yeah. pay like a thousand dollars to go. That's ridiculous. Like, yeah, to see anybody, I'm not paying a thousand dollars. I'm not paying a hundred dollars for exactly. a lot of people. Like, and like really, the two guys in it that I think have really held up their skills by practicing as much as they used to. Yeah, like Robert Plant obviously yeah, has kept going and just yeah. come up with all sorts of really. Cool and Jones, stuff. I think too. And John Paul yeah, Jones ridiculous. has become this unbelievable yeah. producer. Yeah. And like and he plays in everybody's and plays in and every stuff, band yeah. that yeah. he can. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he's just like a studio shark, and yeah. he's. He's literally kept doing what he did in Zeppelin, where nobody knew who he was. Yeah, he was just the guy who played just... bass and keyboard. And keyboard. Right? <clears throat> he played yeah. bass, keyboard, horns. Right. Like, everything yeah. that Zeppelin had that wasn't guitar, drums. And vocals, yeah. And vocals was, was yeah. him. Yeah, it's crazy. And like... he's the least known one of all of them. <laughs> yeah. Page and... Plant is the whole, you know, rock, yeah. rock thing with the guitar stuff. Totally. Singer. But you look over to, and, and you look over to JPJ's corner, and he's got six instruments yeah. just sitting there. It's just like a big circle around him. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, nobody yeah. cares. Yeah. He's, like, playing, like, a pipe organ and, yeah. like, a, you know, like a... Like a and bass or with his feet at the same time. And so yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. and just playing bass pedals with his feet, yeah. and it just doesn't, you know, no it's one crazy. cares. Like, I mean, really, like musicians, like that, you know, play, really notice JPJ. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah he never got that. the the acclaim of the other guys. No, which but is strange. Robert but, Plant is still. I mean, I saw him live at the concert hall. Yeah, a few years ago. It was, okay, it was amazing. Like, I went and saw him. I think it was 2005 when okay. he came here, and he had the Trues opening for him. Oh, weird. It's and really it weird. was weird, but it was, like, just two great acts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was so awesome. Like, the Trues were great, and he was great, and they came back up afterwards with him, oh, and cool. I think they did a tune. And it was just like, this is awesome. Yeah. Like, holy shit, you know? Like, he was like, oh, I'm going to do a Canadian tour. Who's a great Canadian rock band? I'll oh, bring cool, that. Yeah. And yeah, that was it was weird, but it was really really good. And yeah, like he held he, on to his pipes. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> I like that he doesn't want to reunite too. I like that he's like, no, yeah. past that, it's over. It's okay, it's over. Yeah. But I also like like I heard him do this really long interview. I think it was on Q or something. And you know, they asked him about the Zeppelin stuff, and they're like, "Do you mind talking about that?" He's yeah. like, "No, it was a great part of my life. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, why yeah. would I mind?" And yeah. they're like, "Well, don't people always ask you about it?" He's like, "Well, yeah, well, yeah, but that's good to know yeah. that that many people care about it." Yeah, and cool. it's just like it's so nice that he's. He's so humble and just yeah. still enjoys it. And he also, he was breaking Gomeshi's balls so hard oh, on really? that interview. Yeah, it was hilarious. So I really dug that. But 
Yeah, you know, I, I, was, I was about to say, oh, I should look that up. I don't actually want to hear any of the interviews with, like, with Gomeshi in them anymore. Like, yeah. It's, uh, doesn't yeah. that, doesn't that suck? Sucks, it's so like, much, how much great radio was there? Yeah. That was, was a great guest, too. Like, that's I what I mean. All these guests that had these awesome yeah. interviews, that really, he was just the, you know, the, the mouthpiece yeah. for or yeah. whatever, just to bounce things off of. Yeah, but turned like, such a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, you're yeah. such an asshole that yeah. you've ruined it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I have this Moxie Fruvis tape sitting in my house, and it's like, I'll never listen to that. I mean, I, I used to, when I was, however old I was, like 12 or something, when that came out, like, yeah. I loved it, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I'd love it now, but, like, even without that. I don't think I've ever actually heard Moxie Fruvis, but now it's too late. I don't know yeah. if I can listen to it. It's like a novelty <laughs> folk act, like, okay. goofy kind of songs, a lot of acapella parts. Oh, And he was good for what it was, like, but, yeah. I mean, he's very prominent in the sound. Oh, okay. You hear his voice, and that voice is associated with the sleazy like scumbag you know yeah so, totally yeah, yeah. just yeah that's brutal but whatever anyway um <laughs> so uh we're coming near the end of the show so if anyone wants to hear more episodes of this show uh you can go to witchpolice.com and you click on podcasts and the previous 120 whatever episodes are all there yeah uh, all free to download free streaming all the time uh you can also hear the show on monday nights at 11 p.m on umfm at 101.5 in winnipeg or umfm.com if you're not here and those are older episodes from a few months back so it yeah. kind of gives uh, it's kind of cool because it gives each episode a chance to get like a second wind you know i mean totally this one's recording it now in may and by the time it actually airs on umfm it might be the fall or something yeah, right so it's like September, hey cool October. yeah so yeah, yeah. i kind of like how that happens but um you can find us there you can find us on facebook and twitter and soundcloud and all of that crap mm-hmm. and we're also on uh part of the garbage hill podcast network which is just oh, like great. a loose collection of local people doing this <laughs> and things like this and uh the idea is basically if, if you like this show yeah. and you go to garbagehillnetwork.com there's 10 or so other shows of people not necessarily about music but right. people doing shows about comic books or about there's a hockey show there's a wrestling show oh wow there's people doing pop culture type of stuff there's cool. like video game stuff and it's just all people doing what i'm doing right here yeah and like you know whether it's talking amongst themselves talking to guests and how doing, is it easy for people to join that network anyone who has a podcast just contact and like wow who's the person to contact uh devin from the couch servant podcast okay they kind of started it i Great. mean uh the the basically the goal is to get as many people doing podcasts kind of linked yeah. into one group. It's not like we're branding anything or anything like that. It's it's just it's a all, they're it's all just independent, a hub, but so it's, it's a hub. Yeah, find it. yeah. it's a website. Like well, it's like the All Things Comedy Podcast. Network, totally right. Yeah, totally, totally like totally. that. And and the good thing is that like there's a lot more people doing podcasts in Winnipeg now. Yeah, and for the most part, there's no competition involved. Everyone's mostly there's you know some exceptions kind of that unique. we don't need to get into, but yeah. like everyone's cool with each other and yeah. like you know. I would gladly promote any of those other shows, even if mm-hmm. I don't necessarily listen to them. I mean, I'm not into video games, but there's a video right. game show on the network. I hope people who listen to video game, who are into video games, will check it out because yeah. it's someone it's doing the same thing, right? So totally. So yeah, I, I, garbagehillnetwork.com. Uh, there's us. There's Couch Surfing. There's the Last Panel podcast. There's the Arcade. Uh, no one is safe. I'm going to miss a few. Uh, <laughs> What's no one is safe? No one is about? safe is uh, just kind of two people who talk about issues that are happening like in the news and stuff and oh, okay. kind of a comedy sort of thing but not right. necessarily comedy more just like talking shit about what's just, going on in the world so, yeah, yeah yeah so there's that That's kind of thing cool. there's there's one that uh kind of talks to random winnipeggers who are active on twitter like it talks to the mm. person behind the twitter handle oh that's cool and that they find you know so it's like completely different to people every week there's yeah yeah so there's a lot of stuff on there yeah. and it's uh Hopefully, people who hear these shows go there and find other shows, and it's all totally all free, all about building community with other people doing this. So. It's just good to have podcasts upon podcasts. Yeah, to it's listen awesome. To, it's, it's awesome. It's so easy. I mean, it's not. I don't want to say it's easy radio. to do because it's time consuming, but yeah, I mean, you can get a recorder for like relatively cheap if you don't already have one. Yeah, and sit down there and talk about something, and 
maybe someone wants to hear it. You yeah, know? maybe. So, yeah. You never know. So, yeah. so yeah. Totally. Anyway, uh, where can people find you if they want to check out your music online? Uh, right now, for purchasing, uh, it'll be up on the carryjbus.bandcamp.com. Um, you know, if you look up Carry J Bus anywhere, you know, Google, Facebook, SoundCloud, yeah, any of that, I have it up, all yeah. up on there. Um, I've I've spread myself fairly wide on the internet, as you know, to the point that it's not so that I'm just on everything, but like, you know, to the point that it's fairly easy to find me. Yeah. Um, Carrie is spelt like Carrie Price, so right. C-A-R-E-Y, uh, and then two S's in bus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At the middle initial J. Uh, yeah, look me up, uh, like my page, like Hearing Trees' page, because uh, well, you know, yeah. I'm in that band and we could use your help. Um, how, do, yeah. how do people find Hearing Trees on your website? Uh, yeah, we have a Hearing Trees website, just hearingtrees.com, uh, I okay. think, and... Uh, yeah, it's, you know, we have a number of different things up online, like same thing, Bandcamp, SoundCloud, yeah, uh, yeah. YouTube. We have a music video up that's really great. Cool, cool. Um, is this from when you were in the band, or is it older? Nope, there's uh, there's another gentleman uh, in, I guess, both mine and the other guitar player's place uh, okay. who's wearing red pajamas in it. And, okay. uh, <laughs> I, I actually don't even know his name. <laughs> to, to be honest, he's only come up once, and I can't remember off the top of my head. But yeah, uh, you know, the band has evolved a, a number of times, and so... We're not in the video, but... Cool. And if, if people yeah. are, are listening to this, like, go to the Witch Police site, and on the page for this episode, we'll have links to, like, your bank account oh, and great. your trees and stuff. So awesome. People, I mean, not not all the individual social media ones, but at least the what? main... Why not? <laughs> they can find it from the, from the yeah, bank account. Yeah, I know. I'm yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah, check. I mean, people, we definitely encourage people to check out your music. Uh, totally. I mean, we wouldn't have you on the show if we, you know... If we didn't uh, support... Witch Police didn't have a stamp of approval on what you do, so... Amen, whatever right. that's worth, but... Uh, cool. Yeah, so thanks for thanks for having me. Um, thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm going to close it up with one more song, and... Today I went with all three songs that have the theme word in the title. It's a little bit lazy, but whatever. but it I don't know. It's a strange it's, word. So well, it's not. It's a very common word, but it's that's the thing. Word. It's so common yeah. that it's like, well, it, what else do you do? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I, one of my favorite bands is uh, a band called Black Uhuru. They're a reggae band uh, from the late seventies, well, mid seventies to early eighties. Black Uhuru, yeah. like from like Star Trek. No, that's Uhura, oh, and that's okay. where the name comes. It's a uh, Swahili for uh, freedom, I think. Okay. Yeah, so that's what the word means. Anyway. Cool. Um, so they're, I've played them on a, on episode one eighteen, I think, which is funny that I remember that. But um, the problem with this band is that they have one. They had lots of lineup changes, right? And they have one lineup that is phenomenal. It's like this very very specific lineup that was like you know iconic. They released four or five albums in a row that you know won the first reggae Grammys ever and things like that. Wow. Like they were very notable. Cool. And then after that. That was like the second or third lineup that, that was the really strong one. Yeah. And after that, the one guy who was the backup singer who kind of owns a name or whatever, he kept going with multiple different lineups and oh. they got progressively worse. And I think it still exists with this guy who's now, I don't know, 60 and just whoever random people he had. Like, And it sucks. Like, I mean, he kind of has killed the identity of the band. Right. Someone listening to these like, you know, classic albums is going to be like, oh, they're great. I love this band. And then... Oh, what is the hell yeah, is this? what is like, happening now? So this is kind of right from the end of that era, the good era, yeah, of the, okay. of the, of the, of the you know the, the the trio. Like it was uh, Michael Rose was the lead singer, and then Ducky Simpson, who's the guy who's kept the band going, and Puma mm. Jones were the backup singers. And uh, the band at the time was kind of anchored by Sly and Robbie, who are you know very very well known uh, rhythm section. Uh, I mean, not just in reggae, but like in the, in the eighties and and kind of onwards, they played with pretty much everybody. Like they any kind of music, they've been somewhere. Cool. playing bass and drums for like they're they're kind of like a really really well-known team as you say their names Sly and Robbie Sly and Robbie yeah it's Robbie Shakespeare and Sly Dunbar and they're oh, Jamaican okay. rhythm section but like they went right. everywhere after reggae is where they started and it's obviously what they usually play but they kind yeah. of went 
universal, like playing for any kind of band, mostly in the 80s. And wow. anyway, so they're on that, and everyone else in the lineup is like this really kind of notable performer. I mean, the band comes from the tradition of vocal trios, so mm. the band members are only the three, official members are only the three singers. Okay. But, and there's a lot of Jamaican bands like that, actually. Where the, the, That's really I mean, the Whalers originally, yeah. before it became Bob Marley and the Whalers, it was the three singers. Oh. And then the, the instrumentalists didn't get any credit for anything until... What? Like, all the bands were like that. Yeah, so wow. it, was, it was kind of the thing there. The, the singers are the focal point, and the musicians were just whoever. Yeah. And uh, so, anyway, so this this is, like, the right at the end, and it's I think it's around 86 or 87, and you can kind of tell that it's that era because everything sounds really synthesized and weird. Mm. And the song is called What Is Life? And <laughs> What Fits a Theme? And I do, I do really like the song, but... If anyone hears this and is like, oh, I kind of like this, but it sounds very 80s, yeah. I would recommend they kind of go back a few years to some of the other albums because this is a really, really awesome band. Okay. And uh, cool. it fits the theme because what? And it's a good way to go on it. So. And I'm just glad you didn't go with what is love. No, I could have I mean, done it. I mean, I yeah. guess, but yeah. yeah I did. <laughs> anyway, thanks for having me. This cool. is Rich Police. Uh, that's Carrie Buss, and yeah, we'll see you next week. All right, thanks, Sam.